0: For all of us here at Candid Athletic Training, I'm Ryan McCauley, and thanks for stopping by.
1: And we're back. And we're back. Holy cow! I don't, I don't even know what show is this.
0: I don't know. I've lost is it track. The ab-
1: abnormal, normal. We're Dylan, gonna, help me out. We're gonna, Holy cow.
0: We're gonna make it up.
1: Uh, I think we are gonna make this one up. We're experimenting on the
0: fly. We're experimenting with new snacks.
1: Ooh, yes, we are. We got. I have, I have some, some brownie brittle, chocolate chip brownie brittle. It almost sounds healthy. I don't even healthy. know what it means. It's like, oh, it's crispy brownies basically. Almost o- overbaked. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, God, I, I cooked these ones too long. What should I do? Oh, we'll just call it a brittle, and everything be
0: fine. Never throw anything out. <laughs> <laughs> so, very good? Very good. No, it's okay. Just okay?
1: Yeah, I, I it's very okay. Have you had the brittle yet?
0: No, I actually haven't. Well, you should try the brittle. Go ahead. Take over.
1: Well, this is the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. The the, uh, the abnormal Canada Athletic Training Show.
0: Underwhelming, you're right. Brought to you by... <laughs> by brittle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Underwhelming, brownie brittle. And, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to talk about today?
0: Oh, we've got fun things.
1: Yeah, uh, so if you uh, haven't noticed, this, uh, this second alternative show that we've been doing, we've been trying to mix it up. So would you like to jump right into it, or do you- yeah, Do we need to let the folks know any, know about anything?
0: No, I think we just. Oh, I love we it. We just get into this one.
1: Let's just freaking jump right into okay. it. Okay. And this "Would You Rather" is brought to you by Kevin Pablo Picasso. <laughs> um,
0: is that the second Pablo Picasso? Yeah. I it just what you said that last week.
1: Yes, because the. The oh, song that right. we just it. played, which reminded us of like um, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes a little bit, yeah. but it's called Pizzicato or something like that. So every every time I see it and every time I hear it, I think Pablo, Pablo Picasso. Come
0: on, everybody. Come on, Mr. Roboto. Pablo, so what'd you say we're doing? We're doing Pablo, Would You Rather?
1: Would You Rather. Yeah.
0: An ath- athletic training, Would You Rather?
1: An athletic training, Would You okay.
0: Rather? Okay. This, this is one you came up with, so give it to me.
1: All right, would you rather stay late at work to do your notes or go home early and do your notes at home?
0: Would I rather?
1: Would you rather? I'd
0: rather do neither. Mm. <laughs> but that's not an option.
1: It's not an option.
0: Uh, to be you are responsible. honest, I think I would actually rather do them the next morning.
1: <laughs> that's not an option.
0: Oh, you're right. <laughs> do them from would home. You ra- would you rather stay late? I thought we late. said stay late or just come in early the next day. No, It's actually no, no. do them from home.
1: Stay late or go home and do them.
0: <sighs> oh, shoot. That actually changes my answer. I mean, there's I so, say, there's so the many people.
1: Yeah, there's so many people that are like, they have to work from home right now.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, heck, if it's, oh, that, that really messed me up. Good. Um, I'm going to say. Glad.
1: That's the point of the game.
0: I'm going to say I'd rather do them from home. Wow. I, and uh, I think it's because You're so when wrong. I'm at work. You're so wrong. I know I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> but just hear me out. I feel I'm like listening. when I'm at work, mm-hmm. I have a hard time. I have a harder time getting things done. Okay. Because it's constantly like. Hey, can you do that? Oh, nope. Somebody else walked. Like there's just Mm. so many variables I cannot control. Yeah. When I come home, I can just pull up my phone or or my laptop and Mm. say, what happened today? Do it. Get it done with. Move on. All right. So I know you're going the other way. So tell us why.
1: Yeah. I'm totally staying late and doing my notes because when I leave work, I want to leave work. I want, I want it to all be,
0: I would prefer that too, but uh,
1: I want, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you get the text messages from your athletes or your patients or so forth, so forth. But if I have the choice of, cause I have to do my notes. So if I'm going to stay a little later and get them done or go home and like, kind of like get back into that work mode. Ah, no, I, ca- I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Anytime I had to do my notes away from the athletic training room, it was. It felt like a bummer to me. It was really annoying.
0: I'll be very interested to see what the people yeah, vote for. Yeah, on social media, Canada underscore totally. ATC is our Twitter. We'll put a Would You Rather out and let you vote. It'll uh-huh. be interesting to see what everybody... I it, I think based on setting I think it would be you, interesting. We can't. I mean I think you make a
1: good point. Like if you are if you're in a setting where you can't get any alone time I mean, it's gonna be tough to get your notes done. Because if you're always getting pulled away from your notes. Yeah. It really sucks. That is a really terrible thing.
0: Usually you're getting pulled away from the note to do more work, so then you have more to note.
1: (laughs) So if you just get out of there, you're going to have less notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
0: everyone leave work early so they don't have as much documentation. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the moral of the story. Leave early so you don't have to document as much.
1: That is a decent moral. (laughs) I like that.
0: It's immoral.
1: No, it's not. Oh, God. All right. Straight up.
0: Um, Kevin.
1: Where do you want to go next?
0: I want you to tell me. <laughs> some research.
1: You want me to tell you some research? Some research. All right. Yeah, I want to get smart. I want to get so smart. I got to gotta, I gotta pull here. it up. I got to pull it up. All okay. right. So, this is from the Journal of Thermal Biology.
0: It sounds legit already. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, anything with, anything
1: with journal in front of it, automatically way too smart for no, anything us. Anything
0: with thermal. Oh, I just, yeah.
1: it just oh, yeah. heats me up. Mm hmm. Okay, this is the title of the article. Effects of Passive Heating Intervention on Muscle Hypertrophy and Neuromuscular Function, a Preliminary Systematic Review with Meta-Analysis.
0: It just means they already read a bunch, and just they're going to give you the, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. Why yeah, don't we, they just say that?
1: We read, we read like 14 different studies. We're summarizing them for you. Right? That's I mean, the, that's what that
0: means. I think that is the best kind of research that's when the, the other people kind of do research. it for you and just tell you what it I love,
1: says. I love meta-analysis. This is, yeah. This is, yes. It's so great.
0: All research should be meta-analysis. Mm,
1: it's so great.
0: Audiobooks, oh, audio books.
1: audio books of research. meta-analysis. I oh, my know, God. Audiobooks. Could you? How easy? Okay. Remember when we had that discussion of, um, could you fall asleep in five minutes?
0: Yeah, you probably could with this. I bet. I, I bet <laughs> okay. if somebody was reading you Fair some enough. research,
1: you could fall asleep in five minutes. Who
0: Who would you have narrate? that Morgan Freeman has to be.
1: I don't think there's, I don't think there's a human alive that can narrate. Well, that's not true. Uh, there's, ah, there, I'm gonna have to look them up. But there's somebody that the guy that does all the B like the BBC like Planet Earth. Okay. Sure, that guy. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to look them up. But yeah. Morgan Freeman also. I mean, there's one A and one B. All right. I think I think it's those two people. So, so maybe me, somebody else is. Tell out me there what too. this
0: meta, this meta human oh. said.
1: It, so, I'm, listen. This is the abstract. Yep. Okay. We didn't pay for the whole article. Um, <laughs> can't afford it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I don't know if you know this. This is the first sentence of the article right. of the abstract. Passive heating has been therapeutically used to treat a range of health conditions. No way. No friggin' way. All right? So basically, this systemic review and meta-analysis aim to synthesize the existing evidence on the effects of passive heating on muscle hypertrophy and neuromuscular function. They looked at a bunch of databases, and they looked at another database, and then they looked at 73 more databases, And then they found out that. uh, Hold on. The systemic, systematic systemic. The systematic review showed preliminary evidence that repeated passive heating exposures may promote muscle hypertrophy in animals and humans.
0: Hmm. May I?
1: I think that is the keyword. May. I think that makes sense. I think muscle hypertrophy comes from increased. Blood flow from to the area, right? Well, it said may. It may, didn't say
0: will. May doesn't say automatically. No. Could you imagine that? Like
1: well, no, not automatically, but bodybuilders oh. just
0: bodybuilders just throwing just some hot, packs, packs, on hot and packs and just going out.
1: The quad day. It's quad, quad day. day. <laughs> just throwing some hot packs on the quads. All right. Moreover, augmented muscle strength, involuntary, and voluntary. May be observed after long term passive heating and increases in corticospinal excitability in humans after a single passive heating session. Uh uh-uh. uh. I lost myself in that sentence.
0: No, I I know. I, I think they're saying if you just heat, yep. you're gonna get better. And it's in mm-hmm. a single passive session? Oh, Come on. Single. I have a hard time. Well, all right, the research shows just heat it up one time. That's the exact opposite of what I want my athletes to believe. Correct. Because I want them to not get into the habit of just doing the passive modality. So is this something I'm going to have to rethink?
1: Mm. All right, well, let's keep going. Passive heating has shown some potential benefits for skeletal muscle mass gain and muscle force improvement. Okay. Okay. Yep. So when muscles are warm, yeah, they, they can gain they do more better. and they do better. Yeah. Therefore, it is plausible to su- suggest that passive heating might be a worthwhile alternative to be recommended as an exercise mimetic for those people who lack or an unable to complete sufficient exercise. Yeah, I pronounce mimetic. I want you to tell me what the F, mimetic, means. I don't know. Yeah, I had to look it up.
0: What does it mean? Well, this
1: is is what Google is going to tell us. Okay? Mimetic definition. Relating to, constituting, or habitually practicing mimesis.
0: Okay. I hate when the definition is the so definition. So do I. All right. So this is what I'm what thinking. They're saying, so basically what they're saying, they're saying is if you can't exercise, at least throw a hot pack out. Correct.
1: It. That's what they're saying. Okay. It, it, if make it a habit to use heat if you can't exercise. I
0: hope no athletes are listening to this. Mm-hmm. So it's a last-ditch last, last ditch case scenario.
1: These, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Okay. There are... There are articles that they like cite from nineteen thirty seven to two thousand nineteen.
0: Okay, so there's been a lot.
1: There's been a lot. Okay,
0: so all right. So we're just doing all right. This is the evidence based minute, so we don't have to spend too much more time on this. What do you get, What do you think? Are you are you in agreement with you against this, um, or what? This is one
1: of those like, yes, you, what you're saying is true, but this is not something. That is going to be applied in my setting at all to benefit my people. Right. And so even if I have a, a person that's going through rehab and maybe they can't be as active as they normally would be. I'm not just going to throw a bunch of hot packs on them. Yeah. Or I'm not just going to do thermotherapy and be like, hey, as long as we do this, yeah. you're going to get hypertrophy and neuromuscular function. Well, and
0: it said it, you may, and it's plausible that. So those words make me think that it's like, it's a theory. It's yeah. not been proven. Yeah. So not. until you actually show me that it's better than doing exercise, yeah. I'm going to continue to do the exercise. Correct. All right.
1: Move your stuff. Speaking of move... Get that research out of here.
0: Let's move on. Oh. Where do you want to go from here?
1: Well, uh, what else do we got left? How about let's hit up a success story. All right, so... Give me a success story.
0: This is a short and sweet one from Jordan Blair. Okay. Hi, Jordan. Uh, Jordan is an assistant athletic trainer at the California University of Pennsylvania. Whoa. Didn't know that was a thing.
1: East coast, west coast there.
0: California University of Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh. Um, it's interesting. So Jordan said, and we had put it, uh, a tweet out there, just said, send your success stories and highlights. And yeah. short and sweet, Jordan said, revived two people this past year over the course of a basketball season, what a player F? and a spectator. Looking CPR? back, definitely one of those insane years that justifies your career choice. Revived. Revived. Brought back to life. What the F? Like CPR.
1: I need more on that,
0: Jordan. <clears throat> that is Holy cow. That's a success. That's,
1: nah, I mean, I think that's the definition of what success is.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine Holy two cow. in one year? I, have, you've had to do it once? No. Never?
1: I've, I've had to like- Spineboard? Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never had to administer CPR.
0: Neither have I, and Jordan's done it twice in the last 12 months. Holy cow. So that and is- And successfully. Successfully, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Congratulations, so, Jordan. Saving lives over there,
0: yeah, absolutely. California
1: of Pennsylvania. I'm really curious. I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on his school. Like what? I am too. Like California of Pennsylvania. Um, so that's I think, pretty amazing. I
0: think uh, one thing that thirty always, and two,
1: thirty and two, thirty and two.
0: One thing Ooh. that always stood out to me was one of our professors at the time, way back in the day. Yeah, always said Dave. the Funny. CPR is super important skill. Yeah. Like everyone wants to focus on taping and rehab and all this stuff, but when you can revive somebody, like those are the things you are going to remember.
1: Like actually to me um got it. I I hate. I literally hate doing CPR <sighs> classes. I hate it. I know. Because so many people just take it for granted. They just want to get the eighty percent on the on the test and this and that. And this just and that get and this through and it and hope you never have to use it. Like legitimately, I think every single one of every single profession that this has to be something that's in order for you to be certified or licensed. And I'm talking coaches, teachers, whatever. Again, this is not a oh you were the fiftieth best at CPR. You're yeah. either going to try to save somebody's life, or you're not. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think this is a a pass. It's it. It is a pass or fail.
0: Yeah. If you screw up an and ankle tape job, and the pass is a hundred
1: percent. and That's all it is.
0: Yeah. You screw up an ankle tape job. You give somebody a blister. You screw up CPR. You're gonna remember that for the rest of your career. I
1: literally hate. I hate that the CPR exam is like eighty percent pass. Yeah. It's so stupid. <clears throat> and then you just like walk through it. Like I really think you should be sweating your freaking balls off when you are if taking you ha- that if class. If you have them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, if you have them. Um, <laughs> I, I. Oh my god, it bothers me all the time, and it because there's always, and I, and I'm not trying to call anybody. At, no, actually, I'm trying to call people out. Like, if you are uncomfortable with CPR, get comfortable with it, because if you ever have to do that, you better be good at it.
0: You better yeah.
1: Just know what you're doing. It's not hard either. It's really not hard. You just have to step out of your comfort zone and focus on Slow it.
0: Slow the game down. Yeah, that's true too. Well, very good. That that's Thanks, a, Jordan. That Holy is cow, a, that
1: was a big success story.
0: That's a good one. So uh hey, do you have a hack? I got a hack. Do you why, got a hack? Why don't you hack it up? You're a hack. No, let's, okay, um, let's stop calling it a hack. Let's tip. Let's tip it. Tip? I'm just kidding. I don't know what to call it. So just the we tips, just, huh? We we have these ideas. And we still don't know exactly what. Maybe somebody wants to sponsor, it and they can come up with a name.
1: Hacky tips.
0: Hacky tips. <laughs> Hacky tips. <laughs> so, yeah. So what what's something that's gonna uh, help these people?
1: Yeah. So this one came up with um, actually the other day with one of my patients, and so I was I was talking to her about core engagement. Oh. And in my in my setting, you know I, I see people if I see if I'm seeing them a lot, I'm seeing them like weekly. I'm not necessarily seeing them every day nor yep. twice a day, right And then not only that I'm not I'm not taking them through a, a deep physical exam and I I don't everything that I get from them is word of mouth History, and then yeah. maybe a little bit like, say they've had like oh yeah like i'll send you the mri i got like two years ago on my hip or whatever right sure. um so i was talking to this my patient about core engagement and she's she just deals with general low back stuff a little like sciatic um sciatic like um uh, pain right and we were going through some exercises and um she came, then she all of a sudden told me that she had surgery when she was younger on her abdomen. Okay. And I said, oh. like That would have been nice to know weeks that, ago. Yeah. And it's so in my setting, I mean, like, I, so it was like a real low scar. Yep. And so it was completely covered by her clothes. And so there was zero chance that, like, I was going to see it or, like, feel it. I mean, it just, even like, I would even working into her psoas, like, I, I, I'm i not going to know that it's there. But then she said, yeah, I have this, like, really big scar from a surgery when I was younger. And I said, you really, um, you're always going to, uh, you're not, what did I say? I said, you're always going to want to mess with that scar. And she was really curious why. She was like, well, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it that, that was so long ago. How could that have anything to do with my back pain? And I said, because scars are forever, right? Yep. And so they're always trying to tack down. They're always trying to like interfere basically with the function of your fascia and your muscular system. So I I walked her through how to like do scar mobilizations. And so my tip of the week is if you have patients or athletes that have scars, one, tell them to mobilize them, but then you do it as well. So if you're working on somebody and you see a scar, just mobilize it. I don't I don't care if it it is a perfect scar and it moves really well. Just mobilize it. Yeah. Because it's always going to be something that interferes with the connectivity of their neuromuscular system.
0: Yeah, that's something we we they talked a lot about in the neurokinetic therapy yeah. course that we yeah. took. How scars will last a long time and yep. screw up a lot of things and I' the fascia is really fascinating to me
1: yeah and I so I've literally had people that they've had so chronic say chronic back pain and you dive deeper 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 into like their history and I work with you know some older people and meaning not high school or college athletes. Um, and then all of a sudden you find out they have two kids and she had a C-section Yeah. and you're like, Ooh, like that's a big scar. Yeah. Like that's going to be something that you need to work on and you really need to work on it. Or you take a simple, okay, so you're a baseball athletic trainer for your college and you got a kid that comes in from high school and he, um, unfortunately had to have Tommy John and they used his palmaris longus on. The on his affected side or unaffected side, whatever, and he's got this big scar along his whole wrist. Like, play with it. Even if he's like, my shoulder's tight, Yeah. play with the scar. Play with the scar at his wrist. Play with the scar at his elbow. You might actually find the shoulder tightness goes away, and it's because now there's less of a compensation pattern. Just because you mobilized the scar. You didn't have to dig any deeper than that just mobilize the scar and so that, if you see a scar move it
0: yeah that's a always re- that's a really good tip for those those uh rehabs and injuries where you just aren't progressing as fast as you mm-hmm. want to be and you're yeah. like what's going on here always just double check that there might be yeah. something going on with the fascia or the scar so I think that's a great reminder yeah
1: and even a year later <laughs> like when that scar is supposed to be like oh it's you know it's it's where it's supposed to be like yeah. we don't really have to move it Keep moving it. Yeah. Keep working on it.
0: Very good. So my tip this week is going to be short and sweet. So. Just the tip. Just the tip. Short and sweet. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So when you're doing a knee evaluation. Okay. I think that the most important thing obviously is to get the patient to relax. Yes. Just to get them, you know, to not guard. Okay. Yeah. So what I do, and it, it. Maybe this will help you, maybe it won't, but I'm just going to tell you something that a tip that I talk about. So every time I do a PPE and I have to evaluate a knee just to get somebody to relax, I tell them, I just start rocking their leg back and forth. I said, hey, think about your hip for a little bit and try and get your foot to relax and just flop to the outside. Because if you can get that okay. leg to relax so that the foot falls out into external rotation when it's mm-hmm. a straight leg, and they're thinking about their hip and their foot, they're not going to think about their knee as much. Once you get them to do that, it should allow them to relax a little bit. So it's just a little cueing thing that I use to try and get them to not guard. I like it. Think a about, real I mean, short and sweet yeah. one.
1: Think about your hip and your foot.
0: Just yep. let that foot drop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So mm. very, very simple.
1: And think of these soothing tones from Chad. Henry. Yeah,
0: if you can sound <laughs> like a a Barry White, I think that will, or a Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can sound like that, I think that's gonna help too. Absolutely. Do you think? Do you think you could really? Do you think hypnotist could be useful in
1: hypnosis?
0: Yeah, like if um, you could get sort certi- of like man, that would be interesting to see if you could combine know. those professions. Have you ever been bit. hypnotized? I've tried. You've tried. I I don't think I ever really fell under.
1: Oh. Did you like so you? You had somebody try to hypnotize it you. It was like
0: it, when I was in school and college, and they had I, a, up on the stage for like any student oh, that wanted to go, like a oh, big, like auditorium style setting, yeah, not like a uh-huh. small group setting. I've, I'm I'm fascinated by it, like how never,
1: people. No, I've I've never even attempted
0: to be oh, hypnotized. Oh man, it is a fun thing to see somebody like when they're like, they cannot be faking that. Something yeah. I I don't. It's incredible. I think it might be useful in our setting. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to research that and bring it up we on should. the evidence-based minute.
1: How is that How is that not part of your undergraduate degree? Yeah, how to use hypnosis. How to how hypnosis. hypnotize somebody.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So our last segment for this week is Ooh. going to be our social media. Social media. Our tweet of the week. <laughs> this is actually an Instagram post, though. It was. So we were tagged on an Instagram story um, from the Illinois IAA. T A, which I assume is the Illinois Athletic Training Association, YPC. So the Illinois IATA, YPC. What?
1: Young Professional?
0: Yeah, the Young Professionals of the IATA. Okay. Okay. You got it.
1: IATA, IATA, IATA boy, IATA boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, they take
0: this in a how to fold a towel I
1: freaking loved it
0: and it said all it said is freaking hot dog hot dog hamburger who else does that when they're folded towels hot dog hot dog hamburger and I said you're making me hungry walk me through this hot dog <laughs> hot dog hamburger situation Ooh, I could go for a so hamburger. it's lengthwise lengthwise and then widthwise folding the yeah.
1: towel yeah so think so I had no clue what they were referring to oh I have never heard hot dog, hot dog hamburger. I've never heard that. Never. Yeah, I mean. But then when they walk through, like lengthwise, lengthwise, and like short, like oh, okay, I get it. Hot dog bun, hot dog bun, and then like a hamburger bun. I, yeah. I It made sense in my head, um, and visually.
0: So that's how you fold them, but you never had heard that that lingo. That I
1: have never heard hot dog, hot dog hamburger. I have never either. Now. What was fascinating to me, and I know you have had this in your athletic training room because I know your former head athletic trainer was very, maybe, anal about how... Particular. Oh, about how towels are folded.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he really cared about how they were folded, but he was more particular about how they were put under the table or in the shelf. Okay. but He wanted...
1: But the consistency of how they were—they fo- had to all be folded the same I have way. A, I
0: have a current coworker who we've talked about on this show. Who? Kelly. When God, we did Kelly. the whole Gatorade towel thing, yeah. Uh, she's very adamant about how the towels are folded for game day. Oh. Because doing um, hot dog, hot dog, hamburger yeah. allows her to drape it over the back of the bench like the chairs that the players sit on so it's very easy for her to do that to set them up on the bench and then the players get them okay so that's why she she's very adamant about doing it the same way
1: kelly you're wrong you're totally wrong i don't think i think you should actually go hamburger hot dog with a gatorade hot gatorade towel no hamburger hot dog so you so you go short like you hamburger yeah right and then fold, hot dog. Okay. That now, and it's all because that's when not- I first when I first started folding Gatorade towels over and over and over and over and over again, that's what I started. Well, I'm sorry, sports drink towels. Um, yeah. That's how I learned, and that's how we had them underneath our table. And I honestly, I think it's the best way, but it's also. Just what I'm used to. It's yeah. Tough. It I think it's fascinating. I when I would walk into like a a you know, you will go into an away athletic training room and they have some towels for you yeah. and they fold them differently than you and it messes with you. Like or you're like, oh my god, like how do I what what do I do? Um this doesn't fold the right
0: oh my god. It oh. is one of those things that we're going to talk about on this. I used show. to refold towels. Yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things that's so important to us. And is it too important to us? It's really fun to talk about. So maybe you have a different way of folding towels. You can let us know. Oh. We can start it. We can start a thread, and or up, up. I guess we could start something on our own social media. But uh, hot dog, hot dog, hamburger.
1: Hamburger hot New dog.
0: to us, maybe not yeah. new to you, and it may or may not be the way you fold them. It's just I want maybe that's just not the way you thought about it. Yeah, I want to
1: know if there's like other, I mean other
0: condiments for these. Yeah, is there like, ketchup and mustard and relish? That's what I want to know. It just made me hungry.
1: Is there is there falafel falafel pita
0: falafel oh, pita?
1: <laughs> I could go for a gyro right brioche. now. Some brioche. Oh, I want a gyro so bad. Maybe right a now.
0: melt sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Nice I've been I've been what, big do you, on doing melt ooh, sandwiches on the on the, uh, the flat top. No, not necessarily, <laughs> just on the a griddle. Yeah. Oh, it's been. You
1: pulled out the griddle the other day and you started making some bacon on it. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't have a griddle, but.
0: Oh, well, you can use ours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got a stove. I got a yeah. big pan. I'm cool.
0: Well, that, that's your. That's your non-traditional show. <laughs> you know what? I, this is our third one. It's just a show. We just have shows now. Show. We'll I think show it's, you. it's
1: still just a candid athletic training show. Yeah. Podcast. A nice maybe quick this hitter. is a show, the other one's a podcast. I don't know.
0: This is the abbreviated version. It doesn't matter. It's fun all, all around. We don't know.
1: What we're doing. Hey, working the folks. Give us some, uh, I don't know, ideas on these topics we always talk yeah, about. If yeah, you,
0: if you have suggestions or if you have anything you want us to talk about on either of our shows, um, let us know. Uh, send us an email at candidathletetraining@gmail.com, or head on over to our website, which is candidathletetraining.com, and then we have a forum where you can just go right onto the forum and you can start a thread. You can. Um, Otherwise, you can direct message us or just tag us in a social media post canon underscore ATC. So, That's the easiest way to get a hold of us. If you know us, just give us a shout out. We're always looking for fun things to talk about. It's our favorite thing to do. And so the more you guys can come up with, the more fun we can have. So we appreciate y'all. Booyah. Bye-bye. See you later.